All right, it is a special Tuesday night episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, episode 217. I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, what's going on? How was your Monday night? Well, my uh, my Monday night was was fine. I didn't I didn't think Raw was you know all too much to get excited over. Quite frankly, um, oh well, we saw SmackDown. So, <laughs> well, well, I mean. I would, at this point, honestly, I would rather watch um, SmackDown. I, I really would. Um, okay. I think, I think for a variety of reasons, um, it's just a better show, in my opinion, talking about SmackDown. What? What's going on? <laughs> we, we have, we have, uh, we have role reversal. Yes, we, yes, we do. And, uh, you know, some of I think some of what I'm gonna say tonight might surprise you, but you know, I just I have to be honest with you, folks. Um, and and I know we're gonna get over it in detail with the review, but part of part of the reason why we moved um, the show to um, right right now, as, as we're recording, it's it's roughly ten twenty, and we usually. Um, hit record on these shows around eight o'clock whether we're doing a regular weekend show or a pay-per-view pre-show which is what this is on tuesday on tuesday nights and usually that's at eight o'clock but we specifically pushed it back to 10 to accommodate the the relaunch or the so-called relaunch of nxt following the death of nxt 2.0 and while it is still true that I cannot contain my excitement over the death of NXT, Elio, this show tonight was absolutely god awful. <laughs> and you know, usually, usually when I use the term god awful, that, that that's that's usually a telltale sign of a of a rant incoming. I'm not going to go on a rant because I want to, I want to talk to you about some of this because I am legitimately uh, very confused by some of this. So um, that is my introduction for the show. Um, I know it's a little odd, but um, you know, I, I, I'm coming in here just kind of like, Hmm. So, th- so this is going to be an abbreviated show, folks, because um, we have Raw, NXT, and the Extreme Rules prediction yep. um, for you. So also, I mean, also, I just came up with uh, something else. I thought of uh, um, a New Japan uh, event took place over the weekend. I'm just gonna rhyme off the results. Uh, uh, before we get into the wrestling roulette, uh, sounds good. Segment. Yep. Sounds good. I can handle that. All right. So, yeah, we have all four now. Um, wrestling roulette. Uh, I've um, added a few rules uh, to the game, Ben. First of all, I'm going to keep track on my calculator, and I'm going to count. I'm going to add one digit every song that we go through until we reach twenty-one. So I don't have to keep saying one and two or one and three and so on. Yeah. That's first rule. Second rule, we are not counting NXT themes. So what I'm what I've decided is during when if an NXT theme comes up during the rotation, let's say you have seven points and the next theme is NXT, you go down one point, so you will have six. Fair enough. This way, uh, this way we it we find a way around the NXT themes without removing anything from the playlists. I like it. All right. So with that, uh, should we get into Monday Night Raw? Do we have to? <laughs> uh, I'll make I'm, I'll make I'll make you a deal, Elio. Okay. Um, I'll do, I'll do Raw if you do NXT because I, I you know I have comments regarding NXT but I just can't bear doing the full fledged review. All right, I'll do NXT. All right. 
Oh God, you 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 are truly a priestly <laughs> individual. Hold on. All right, oh, here we go. Oh, oh God. He literally, <laughs> he literally has done the collar of a priest. I I, I I appreciate it. You are truly a holy man. Okay, so let's uh, let's jump into uh, Monday Night Raw. Oh, hold on. Before we do that, I'm just gonna rhyme off the main event uh, matches, which I can't believe this this still exists. But two matches on here before Raw. Jensen and Briggs defeated Truth and Shelton Benjamin. And Fallon wow. and Fallon Henley defeated Dana Brooke. So could this be a call up for this uh, group? Well, I don't I don't know. Um you know, I I would tend to say no only because it feels like Monday Night Raw is very stable heavy at the moment. Okay. I mean uh, uh, I mean uh, so I would I would say no. I mean, Jensen is second generation wrestler there. Oh, who? I didn't know that. Because his uh, father is Bobby Cannon. I never knew that. Yep. I. You learn something new every day. I had no <laughs> idea. All right. So let's get into Monday Night Raw, man. What do you have here? So, um, I'm gonna shock you with with one of my high points. Um, I'm I'm gonna give the high points to Braun Strowman versus Chad Gable, largely because I just love uh, Chad Gable's work. Yep. Um, and I like the story that they tried to tell with um, the history between Gable and um, Strowman, which honestly, folks, I didn't know about that. Um, you know, I didn't know that Gable was Strowman's first match. So that 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 was pretty uh, interesting. That was a that was a nice little nugget um, to add into the show. Um, and then I I really like Angelo Dawkins versus Solo Sokoa. Um, it's just, it's just growing on me. Um, I th- I was a little bit concerned that that Solo Sokoa's addition to the um addition to the bloodline would just be a little bit too much. And I still think that his addition is going to lead to the eventual implosion of the bloodline. However, that's part of the storyline, so that doesn't bother me. Well, I um, think it's going to be a shade that's going to be a, the the cause of of that. Because, holy, Jay, Jay, is it just me or is Jay a little bit over the top now with his acting? Um, a, a little bit, and, and you know, I'm I mentioned that same thing, um, you know, about Jay being the the cause for the undoing of the bloodline a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, but however they decide to do it, I'm I'm actually digging Solosakoa's addition to the bloodline for however yep. long it lasts. I like the t- I like this team, Sammy and Solosakoa. Yeah. You know, and I, I, and I'll be the first one to admit when they added Sammy to the bloodline, I'm like, oh boy, this is this is not going to go well. Well, you know, I've always been the type to to you know to say that when it comes to wrestling, um, and I actually enjoy something, I will be the first to um to uh it, to admit that something was good when I didn't think it was going to be. And this is a this is a prime example. Um Sami Zayn is like the best thing on WWE TV right now. So I definitely I definitely enjoyed that. Yep. Um and um and to be honest with you, I didn't have any other uh, any other high points. Um, this was this was a very difficult show to get through for me. Um, okay. Only because it felt like an extremely uh, weak go home show. Um, right. And, and, and don't get me wrong, we we've become accustomed to weak go home shows for years under the previous Vince McMahon administration. Um, but I guess I just have um, higher expectations. 
with um, with Triple H at the helm, and it, and the and this is this, this is probably gonna sound really stupid, but but so, some of these segments really kind of piss me off a little bit. Uh oh, like what? Um, well, let's just launch right into the low points, and and I'll tell you tell you more. First and foremost, the c- contract signing between Bailey and Bianca. No, contract signings never work. I've never been a fan. The only no, that's all. That's always a low point for me. Seriously, the only the only contract signing I ever enjoyed was um, the one that they did in AEW. It was um, I I believe it was um. Oh God! It was it was Chris Jericho. He was in that ridiculous purple pumpkin suit. <laughs> oh, and Cody Rhodes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I was completely blanking on who his opponent was. That was the only one that I enjoyed. Um, I just think it's um, it's one of those segments that's completely overdone in today's landscape. Side um, side 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 note: AEW is going to be in Toronto next week. Are you gonna go? No. Who? Because uh, I have no one here to go with. Uh, no one here likes wrestling. I'm the only one. I'm alone. Well, uh, then that makes two of us because um, <laughs> I'm I'm very much on an island over here in the states. But it's okay because I have I have front row seats right in the comfort of my own home with my popcorn that doesn't cost twelve dollars. Exactly. See. <laughs> Uh, so there are uh, benefits. Another um, low point uh, was um, was Mustafa Ali versus uh, Bobby Lashley. You know that I didn't recognize him at first. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I did, but then again, I'm not surprised that you didn't recognize him because you know when's the last time he was on TV? And, no, but I know, like, with the, he had his hair different, like, uh, that's why I didn't recognize him at first, because I didn't see his entrance, I caught it uh, mid-match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. So you, you didn't you didn't see the backstage interaction beforehand? No, actually, I was out last night, so I didn't get to see a lot of it, but I caught up. Okay, very good. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, brother, you didn't miss much. Uh, yeah, and the other the other uh, low point I had was Dakota Kai versus Kansas LeRae. Okay. I'm not... I like the fact that Damage Control got wins because that's something that they desperately needed. And in terms of getting into the win column, this is the best that they've looked since the group's inception. And this is what they should be doing, since they're all about taking control. But, but let me, let's just be honest. Damage control so far has been a complete miss, in my opinion, which is, which is, which is, a, I can't believe I'm having to say that sentence on the air because of the talent involved. But there's just something with them that's not clicking. And the the other part of it too, buddy, that I'm a little bit confused about is if you wanted to give Dakota Kai the victory, which completely makes sense, why put her in the ring with a with a freshly returned Kansas LeRae? Doesn't Kansas LeRae need to look good? Yeah, that was uh, I think the same thing when I when I when they said uh, the mat when they made the match last week. So that so that was a little that was a little <laughs> um questionable. And um and that's that's really all I have for uh for Monday Night Raw. I just wanna I just wanna bring to your attention. I'm I'm looking at it now. We have one, two, three, four, five, six seven uh, seven matches and um only two of them were high points for for me which I which I've already gone over but but the other low point kind of segues into a question for me 
on a card on a card that had you know um Solo Sokoa and Angelo Dawkins in a bloodline seg- segment building up um building up Roman Reigns return to Raw. Um why was EO Sky and Alexa Bliss the main event? I, yeah, it's a good question, but um, what but the I, hell? I, I, again, it's uh, it's good that uh, Damage Control got another win, so they got two wins on this show. Right, and and I I do like that. You're absolutely right, but why why put EOS guy and Alexa Bliss in the main event? See, because okay. to to me, I would have put Solo Sokoa and oh, yeah. Angelo Dawkins yeah. in the main I would, event. I, yeah, because... I would have switched it, switched those two around. Yeah, because any I think any time you have the bloodline on the show, especially especially when they come over from Raw, or I'm sorry, from SmackDown to Raw, uh, you know, automatically like they're the most important thing on the show. So, um, the the match order was a little bit off, but yeah, this this show was just difficult to get through. Now, now I I I will say that with a minor caveat. I was a little tired going in because I had already watched uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3, which um, there was a little bit of miscommunication between LAO and myself. We were originally going to cover that today in celebration of the supposed relaunch of NXT, but actually, uh, you know, hindsight being 2020 was what we saw tonight. I'm kind of glad we're moving it off of this show because NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 and what we saw tonight on this NXT, whether it's rebooted or not, they belong nowhere near each other. So I'm kind of of glad that we had a happy accident of miscommunication. Yes. Uh, um, Okay, is this all you got? Yeah. What What did you have? Okay, um, high points, I have to, yeah, I have to agree, uh, Chad Gable, Braun Strowman, and Dawkins and Solo Sokoa. However, I'm going to add the uh, Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle face-off. Yes, the only reason why I can't add that as a high point is the... The involvement in, of Daniel Cormier in that segment. Oh yeah, that's was, that's was yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't like that adding adding him to the to the match as a referee. I I don't know. I don't like that. There's something weird about that. Well, it kind of makes sense. Um, no, again, it makes sense, but I just I, just, uh, I don't really like the addition of Daniel Cormier. Yeah, and especially especially with how this segment came off, because it was almost like it was almost like they were using this segment to announce Daniel Cormier's involvement I mean, in the match. If you, if you if you want someone a special referee, put Ken Shamrock in there. He's been in the company. Well, I don't think they're gonna go with Ken Shamrock. Um, but yeah, no, but I'm saying, like, if you really wanted to, like, he... well, no, da- Daniel Cormier makes sense for because I I don't know if you watch um UFC at all. Um, uh, I, I, we not followed it as much as I used to a while back, but yeah, but um, you know, he had a face off with um, with um, uh, Brock Lesnar. Post pay per view one time. Uh, oh, okay. they, they were supposed to fight, but then um, then it, Brock got popped for um, steroids after his uh, last UFC fight. So that oh, fight okay. between the two of them never happened. Um, but yeah, it's just this this show was a miss for me. It, with it being um the go-home show for Extreme Rules, which is a show that I'm very much looking forward to. I was just very disappointed. Another high point, all this White Rabbit stuff, new QR codes, which uh, 
I scan one of them because I've been we've been following this on WPOV. Like we've been every week we're scanning the codes just to see and this one led to the website, but there was like a painting on there, which I'm confused by. What kind of painting? Uh you know what? Um let's see if I can pull it up here. You mean I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up here and see if I, if we can uh, if I can find it. So we'll be back in a few minutes. Cool. All right. So we're just looking up uh, a couple of the Bray Wyatt clues or the White Rabbit stuff. And um, Ben, now of course, this one is not uh, it's not a big deal. I mean, you have someone in the crowd dresses the fiend. That's not even a clue. That's just people being weird. Yeah, that that was just coincidence. All right, but uh, one one the camera caught one fan with the sign says "White Rabbit." That's not even a clue because uh, that's just a fan holding up a sign with spelling "White Rabbit." Oh God. But um, the the backstage segment with Alexa Bliss and uh, Candice LeRae and Oscar. Yeah, that's when the QR code popped up. No, but did you uh, catch uh, um, the did you catch uh, uh, behind Alexa Bliss's head? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the, the the fiend's face. Yeah. Yeah. So that was one of the clues that fans are talking about and um yeah so that's uh what i have for now oh, okay i gotta say because now while i was out i had internet so i started watching raw okay so i did see the opening segment with uh judgment day uh, promo i bet you the fans were already seeing how dominic's promo was horrible again well it was right uh <laughs> it was terrible because I when I when I because I had to hear it because I just saw fans saying it was horrible but I hadn't heard it in its entirety. He was terrible when he yeah. said when he when he's like I hate you. <laughs> it, it's just, I I, I understand what they're trying to do and I and honestly Rhea Ripley is doing the best she can and I'm I'm legitimately entertained by Rhea Ripley and I yeah. I made. I would make the argument that she um, is the leader at this point for Judgment Day. Okay. Um, however, um, just in my opinion, this stuff with um, with Dominic isn't working. I understand what they're trying to accomplish, and I give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. And um, on the positive side, they definitely uh, drummed up interest for Judgment Day that wasn't there before Triple H. Uh, took over so I do give them credit for that it's not it's by no means is it is it um all the way negative um at all um but the the thing that I guess bothers me about um about this storyline is that I'm hearing that it's it's supposed to go until Wrestlemania um what's what's going judgment day this whole Judgment Day and Rey Mysterio thing oh, uh, ooh, with Dom. Uh, I, I just, uh, I ooh, that would be interesting to see uh, how they I, pull that off. And I just, I just don't see how it can possibly drag on that long. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'd like to see how they pull that one off. Like all the way to WrestleMania, they better have some ideas uh, set. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna do that. All right, um, so. Uh, our producers telling us that we're going to be going into commercial. We will be back. Uh, wait, that's it for uh, we have for all. Yeah. All right. So we we will be back with NXT. Stay tuned. All right. Moving along, we are going to go into our review of the relaunched, revamped NXT. <laughs> and here oh we go. My, oh my God! Holy. Shit. Now let me just say this. I'm gonna start off right now, right right off the bat. I hated this opening segment with Tree Deadly and their state of the Commonwealth garbage. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, know, you. you know what? 
I don't, you, you can call them Kent Wilson and Elton Prince, you can call them Sam Stoker and Lewis Holloway. They're still garbage. I've hated these guys since I first saw them in NXT UK. I am not a fan of these guys. Uh, uh, no, no, uh, uh, not, no, not, not even the the brawling brutes could could save this segment. Well, and and, and here's the, here's the thing, right? So there's there's a lot you there's a lot you said in that opening volley for for NXT. So let me take that piece by piece. The 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 fact that this was the segment that you chose to open your relaunch of NXT. Um, is a joke. Um, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, well, there's nothing new about this. I mean, this is this is like a Bruce Pritchard special, and Bruce Pritchard is a fucking asshole still. I'm, I'm, oh, by the way, side note, apparently I was reading that Bruce Pritchard once visiting man to induct him into the Hall of Fame. It'll, it'll never be in the Hall of Fame, Bruce. You suck. Uh, yeah, well, we all know that. Uh, but uh, no, uh, the the review I'm looking at gave that segment a B. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, 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 what, what? What website are you using to look at the review? I'm I'm, I'm looking at Bleacher because like that's the one I uh, like. When uh, I okay, can we just say Bleacher yeah. Bleacher Report and several others. Are clearly paid to be WWE shields. I I, I hate Bleach Report. There's no way. There is no earthly explanation as to how that could be graded a B. This was the Commonwealth address of NXT, and they were dressed like British court during the colonial era. <laughs> I mean, it was just. Atrocious, and like oh. I said, like I said, Elio, you know, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, you know, th- okay, there's no way that this is new. You know, we can just turn this off right now and be done. DX can do um, it because they can pull it off. When they did this in 2007. Well, yeah, but but DX is funny. Yeah, like, no, you know, that's why I said they pretty deadly is they they can pull it off. Pretty deadly is just stupid. Exactly. So, so right off the right off the bat, you uh, you know, WWE had soured my appetite for the revival of NXT. Now um, I uh, sorry, go on. No, I I I was done. So, off the air, I asked you about your thoughts on this Oro Mensa character, and that's my next little point: Carmelo Hayes and Oro Mensa. Yeah, um, you know this. Um, I, I I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. We all know how good Carmelo Hayes is. Why is he? Now I, I I've seen I've seen this guy Oro Mensa Oliver Carter. He was paired in NXT UK uh, with another guy named Ashton Smith, and they were pretty good. But I don't get the whole character and name change and stuff. No, I don't either. You see, you see, NXT is making my co-host fall asleep already. Stop. Yes, it, it's um, I I'm just I'm very much not impressed. My next one has to do is uh the ladder match qualifier Von Wagner and Andre Chase. I'm not getting it now. However, I will say this: Have you noticed what they did with the Andre Chase segment with the Chase U segment? No. Okay, you ever see when that one person's asking a question, they're like, what's your question, Dave? And then uh, the guy says, yeah, do you really think you can beat Von Wagner? And uh, Andre yells at him saying, you call that a five-star question? Yeah, well, I call call NXT a five-star snooze fest worthy of ambient. But did you get did you catch the reference there? No. Dave, that, that uh, interview, whatever is supposed to be, is supposed to reference Dave Meltzer. They're poking fun at Dave Meltzer. Well, Dave Meltzer deserves it. He's a clown. <laughs> so I mean, like I, I, I thought that was like clever the way they, like I picked that up uh, last week when on the one segment. But still, I, I'm not a fan of Chase. You. 
Oh, um, even Wendy Chun last legend, uh, that was an last legend sucks. That was another low point. Sorry, Wendy Chu. Uh, well, you know, and, and look, I'm not a fan of Wendy Chu, okay? I'm not. But her... Uh, right, we'll, we'll turn that around. <laughs> her, 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 match, her, her match with... Um, oh, God. Uh, I'm blanking Is on it. Tiffany Stratton? Yes. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, that kind of reversed my opinion a little bit on Wendy Chu, right? She got some brownie points for me for that. No, I'm, I'm not even blaming her for this. But but what in the fuck is Last Legend doing with it with a wrestling job on national TV? Now, did you notice uh, on uh, okay on the outside? Did you notice that uh, backpacker that uh, Lash delivered to Wendy? That was just weird. And like, with, with the camera cuts again. I, I know it's like it's like um you know Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn were running this shit you know I just oh my god I, I, I don't get it this was you know I I don't come on here to to bash shit for the sake of bashing and you know actually I think I think we've gotten drastically more um positive and optimistic since the big change took place. But this is the kind of shit that embarrasses me when I admit to people that I'm a wrestling fan. For instance, right? And and you know this is the smooth segue into an into an announcement. So uh, my friend um, Ash Higgins, who who joined us on the last show uh, for a segment or two. Oh yes. Uh, um, we'll be back for a full fledged appearance on the Extreme Rules post show. Oh, good. All right, cool. Um, I told I told you about that. It's not like it's not like you didn't. No, know. no, no. I mean, you said like you didn't know if you could make it. Um. Well, I I clar- I clarified it. We're all good. I right, cool. Good. No, but this is good. You can have wrestling roulette. Ben versus Ash. Absolutely. And and he, and here's the thing, folks. If 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 Ash had been joining us for tonight's show, I would have been embarrassed. I I, I don't know if I would if I if I personally would want to be on the air um fielding questions about NXT because this is not the representation of the professional wrestling that I like to watch. This is embarrassing. Now, I, I have my first high point. And based on, I'm, I'm giving this one a high point. It's Toxic Attraction, Nikki Alliance, and we Stark. Well, it was, it was, I think it was certainly the most solid thing on the show, yeah. so. So I, um, I absolutely agree with you on that one. Like back to my little points, the Grayson Waller effect. I don't care. And um, the other high points, I got uh, Julius Creed, Duke Hudson, and um, the main the main event, the pretty deadly in the brawling brutes. Other than that, like the Zion Quinn match, I'm so lost on Zion Quinn. I don't know what they've done to this guy. I mean, I mean, look. And, and I, I am, I am, I am absolutely going to say this. Um, Zion Quinn has the look to be a god in professional wrestling. He should be on the main roster by now. Well, I, well, I don't know about that because I don't think his wrestling is there yet. Okay. But, um, no, I but, mean, like, if you give him a bit more time, like, rebuild his character, because they've totally mis- messed this guy well, up. Well, uh, well, absolutely. And, and my, my question is, he looks like a killer. If you if you look him up, this guy was a badass fucking rugby player. Not 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 that I'm saying that translates to being a world champion professional wrestler. But the the way that this guy looks, the way that this guy has been presented in promos, leads me to believe that he's supposed to be a big star. And then. I know he won tonight, but then in, in previous weeks that I've seen, he's losing matches to Wesley. And no disrespect to Wesley, but I, I mean, 
Zion Quinn looks like he takes shits the size of Wesley, so I'm not really <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure what we're doing here. Um, you know, and it, and I I just I I don't get it. I would I personally would like to see more out of uh, Zion Quinn. Another low point I gave it to this backstage segment with Sango. What are they doing with him? But apparently in the show is back. Veer Mahan showed up again. Oh my fucking god. In the show. Okay. Uh, so are, are they faces, heels? Where are they? Because Sango's a face. What, I, didn't, I didn't get a good feel for that. Well, Sen- no. Sango is clearly a, clearly a face. Like, because uh, since he dropped Grayson Waller, so what? The Veer, they made Veer Muhammad in the face as well? I don't get it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Overall, this NXT was not good. Well, it, but but I I still want to talk about some some other other things, right? So yeah, no, go uh, on. I'm I'm just saying, I'm done with mine. I'm just saying, uh, overall, this NXT was not good. Yes, absolutely. And oh my god, <laughs> uh, <laughs> these idiots on this website that only gave the main event a three and one four star. What so that? Gonna... What, what was this with three and one four star? Three and a quarter stars. Okay, just. And they called it a fantastic match. Which one? What match? The, the main event between between uh, Pretty Deadly and. Uh, okay, the match. And... The match was good. It was okay. It wasn't like three and a half star. Just relax. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know these people. I mean, WWE, it, it's, know, it's, it's, it's my high point compared to everything else on this show. It's one of my high points. Well, that's not saying much. You know, no, but, I'm but, saying. Let's t- let's let's talk about some some low points because I'm not even sure I can ass- assign any high points outside of the women's match, right? So, Grayson Waller effect. Mm-hmm. So he has this segment with uh, Katana Chance and um, Caden Carter. No, was it Katana? I thought it was Corey Chain and Roxanne Perez. Or did uh, Caden Carter and Katana Chance come out as well? Or, or okay, I'm sorry. I, I made a mistake. Um, yeah. it, it was, okay, Corey Jade and Roxanne Perez. My apologies. Yep. That, that, that's how well I give a shit about NXT. <laughs> um, well, sorry, before you go on, on a show with uh, six low points and three high points, that's not too good. Yeah, seriously. Um, but I was I was just distracted from all of that, no matter how bad the back and forth was between the, the these three. You know, I think Grayson asked one of them if they needed a booster seat. Blah blah blah. That's not funny. Um, but then. <sighs> Apollo Cruz comes out from under the ring. What? What, are, what, are, what is Apollo Cruz doing here? No, well, I'm gonna go tell on, you. Yeah, go on, go on, go on. I'm gonna tell you what he was doing. So he, he no, he, I'm, he, I'm, he, I'm saying, what's he doing in NXT? I, I, I don't know. Go on, go on. But um, so he drags Grayson Waller out. Out under under the under under the ring, right? So he's under he's under the ring for a for a semi decent amount of time, and then he comes back out and his eye is bleeding. I get well, okay. I like, I, okay. I, I give up. That's it. Fuck. So so wait a minute. So the other the, the last time I watched NXT, um, we had um we had uh. Apollo Crews with a bleeding eyeball. <laughs> yes, that's why. Like, it's still, it's still bleeding. What the what? And, 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 no, no. And then, and then Apollo Crews dr- drags Grayson Waller down the hill and gives him a bloody eyeball. I mean, I mean, I, I, I think we're, I think we're taking too much inspiration from Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins. <laughs> What is going on right now? The eye for an eye concept didn't work back then, and it's not gonna work now. Oh, it's fucking atrocious! What? Um, 
you know, and like, how am I supposed to take this uh, product seriously? This is this is why I say. This is why I said because originally um, Ash got confused and, and thought that he was joining us tonight, and you know I wouldn't have had a problem with that. Um, but you know I I just thought it, it would be a better use of him to have him on a uh, you know a pay per view push of more content and you know stuff like that, right? Bigger show and. I'm so glad he's going to be on that one and not on this conversation because, yeah. you know, he is not, uh, he hasn't watched wrestling in a long time. And if I had to explain this to Higgins after just seeing it myself for the first, I mean, this seeing this new version of NXT for the first time tonight, I don't know how I would justify being a professional wrestling fan after this. Oh, I, I just I just don't and and, and here's the thing Mo- moving on to it moving on to another point because I really did try to pay attention uh outside of outside of the the segment with Grayson Waller and uh Roxanne Perez and and Corey J because obviously I messed that up um but so I really tried to pay attention because I knew we were going to come on here and talk about this and then, why the fuck were the brawling brutes on the show? And even even further than that, why why were they competing for the NXT tag team titles? Because we, they were stranded in Florida. Did we? Well, to to me that doesn't mean shit. Did we? I hear I, I, I had to. You know, does does that does that mean that, that they're automatically qualified for an NXT tag team title shot? Did we did we hear an announcement that they're bringing the challenge for? No, I, uh, I I never heard an announcement or anything. It was just it was very Vince McMahon esque. Oh, here we need we need a match. I don't know what the fuck to do. Just put these guys out here. What the fuck? <laughs> I you know and I I text I texted you rather earlier on in the show. I said I hate this shit. So <laughs> so so suffice to say, folks, because I want to move on to um you know to the extreme rules prediction and then my my favorite uh, segment of the show, which is obviously wrestling roulette. Um, I legitimately hope. Because because this show and the next show are going to be the last of an era, quite frankly. Because tonight, you saw the last NXT review that we are going to do for the foreseeable future because I can't take this shit. I tried. I tried on the first night of... of well, we have Halloween Havoc coming up. Well, yeah, but... Then, then I thought you weren't gonna be in town. Are you gonna be in town for that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you off here what's uh, going, what's going on. I'll tell you that uh, when we go into commercial. Okay, very good. And um, you know, I just I can't stand it. I can't do it anymore. It's like, you know, every time I tune in to NXT, I'm like, oh my god, this is brutal. So um, and then you know later on. Uh, this week on Saturday, you're going to get the Dynamite and uh, Rampage and Battle of the Bells review because it all kind of fades into so, one thing, one concept. So, sorry, Ben. Speaking of Halloween, Halloween Havoc, uh, there were two matches, two gimmick matches announced tonight. Yeah. Did you catch them? One was a weapons match, and what was the other one? The other one is Julius Creed versus Damien Kemp in an ambulance match. Well, that one should be good. If, Julius, Julius, if Julius Creed loses, Brutus Creed will have to leave NXT. Well, you you know you know they're not going to lose. No, the Creeds are not going to lose. No. Julius Creed looks like an absolute god. Yeah, I like I like, I like the Creed brothers. Julius Creed looks like a freak athlete to me. I mean, both of them are, but Julius Creed is just like. 
holy Jesus. I, I, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I come from a good stock of people, don't get me wrong, but, you know, a, after seeing Julius Creed, I feel like I came up on the short end of the gene pool. Because because that guy has every athletic gift possible. I mean, I mean, every time I've seen the the Creed brothers, which which I'll admit to you is a very is a very small sample size because of my distaste for NXT overall, I've been very impressed. All so, right. So is that all we have for NXT then? Mercifully, yes. All right. Um. Should we go into commercial right right now before we get into eight, into uh, extreme rules? Uh, why don't we? It seems like a very good spot for it. Yeah. All right. So we we be back shortly. All right. We are back. We are going to get into our predictions for extreme rules, which takes place next Saturday night, October eighth, from the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A total of six matches on this card. Ben, let's get right into it. The first one up, a six-man tag team good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. The Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Imperium. I've got Imperium as well. Sorry, Pete Dunn. But I'm I'm very excited about um, a Donnybrook match with this because when, when they had the singles version, um, it was awesome. So I can only I can only imagine what they can do with a six man. Singles, um, singles. Which one are you talking about? The Sheamus and Walter at uh, Clash. Yeah, I didn't know that was a. I didn't know that was a, what it was. I that was just a regular. Yeah, match. it was. It was a. It was a Donny Brook match. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Uh, next, we have Edge versus Finn Balor in an I Quit match. Um, it's uh, unfortunately, I I gotta go with Finn Balor. Yeah, they're really uh, they're they're gonna give Finn Balor a push. I think I think it, but aside from that, I really think it furthers the Judgment Day storyline. If you have Finn Balor lose, it really makes them look weak in in the midst of the biggest storyline they've had. So I can't see it. All right, next we have. A ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. I'm gonna have to go with Bailey. Yeah, me too. All right, then we have a strap match: Drew McIntyre and Karen Cross. I'm giving it to Karen Cross. Absolutely, without question. Then we have the fight pit match. With Daniel Cormier's special guest referee, it's going to be Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. I'm going with Matt Riddle. Yep, it's his match. It's his specialty. It was it was invented for him. It's got to be Riddle. And finally, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. I'm going with Ronda Rousey. Ron, absolutely, Ronda Rousey without a shadow of a doubt. All right, so those are our predictions for Extreme Rules next Saturday night, October 8th. And now, Ben, I just saw this over the weekend, so I'm going to go over these uh, results real quick. It was New Japan Royal Quest 2, which took place over the weekend. October 1st and 2nd from London, England at the Crystal Palace Indoor Arena. Very cool. So on here we had a total of eight matches. So the first match we had Gabriel Kidd defeating Dan Maloney. Then we had Michael Oku and Ricky Knight Jr. defeating United Empire. That's a surprise. I don't even know who the who the first two guys are. And United Empire is supposed to be a big deal, so that surprises me. Ricky Knight Jr., that is Paige's brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, then we have... You can't say that, though, anymore. It's got to be Soraya. Soraya's brother. Very cool. Make it suit by WWE. Yeah, we don't, we don't need that. 
Then we had a women's tag team match. Ava White and Alex One Windsor defeated Jazzy Gabber and Kanji. In the fourth, okay. in the sixth man tag match, we had LIJ made up of Tetsunaido, Sonata, and Hiromu Takahashi defeating Suzuki Goon, Zack Sabre Jr., El Desperado, and Doki. LIJ, of course, being Los Ingobernables de Japón. Yeah, that's turning into a big faction. Then we had more tag team action as Chaos. Of course we did. It's New Japan. Of course we did. As Chaos, made up of Kazushika Okada and Tomohiro Ishii, defeated Bad Dude Tito and Zack Knight. What a, what a fucking tag team. Jesus nice. Christ. Right? That's a powerhouse tag team right there, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Zack Knight, of course, being Soraya's other brother. That's a wrestling family right there, boys. And our sixth match, surprise, an eight-man tag team match. Tag team specialty. Where's Teddy Long? <laughs> then we had Hiroshi Tanahashi and the Gorillas of Destiny defeating the Bullet Club. Jay White, Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, and Gato. Oh, man. That sounds like an absolute classic of a match. Then we had match number seven. Will Ospreay defeated Shota Umino. And in the main event, FTR going into this match as the IWGB Tag Team Championships. Champions defeated Aussie Open. Um, oh my god. F- FTR is just on the run of their life right now. Yep. Uh, excuse me. So, Too much. So Too that much was, Sprite, I guess. So that was Royal, those are the results from Royal Quest 2 from London, England over this past weekend. Sounded like a badass show. All right. So we'll be back shortly with our final segment, Rusty Let's stay tuned. Very cool. All right, our final segment, Wrestling Roulette. This time, we have a bit of a change here. So the way it works, I play 21, 10 clips of 21 themes. My co-host has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to. However, during the rotation, should an NXT theme show up, that will be minus one point. Very good. So, Ben, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Here we go with your first one. Um, Autumn Dragon. No. That's gotta be. No. I'm almost positive he's used that theme before. But that's not what I have here, so it's not Ultimo Dragon. Uh, who is it? It's Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Weird. Alright, so so far still still scoreless. Here we go with your track two. Are you ready? Yes, sir. play that <laughs> okay here we go hey let's go yeah i don't know that is pat mcafee oh lord <laughs> that is terrible what yes it is <laughs> All right, two down. Here we go. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, you are on the board with one. Very good. All right, next one. One, two. 
not a clue. That is Brooks and Jensen. Okay, well that's minus one. So I'm oh wait, wait, yeah, that's minus one. So, uh, and, and, and then that's the way it works. Minus, minus one. Ben had one. He's back down to zero. So oh and three. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> oh, so I just say oh fuck me. No thanks. No, I said no. <laughs> I said one and three. Oh fuck. Or oh one three. All right, here we are. Next one. So Ben's back to zero. Here we are. Track four. Well, chalk it up to own four. I don't know. That is Benjamin and Gable. Oh my God. <coughs> Tyson Kidd. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's Evan Bourne. Oh. I usually get that one. That's surprising. All right, so, so far, okay. Still, still scoreless. Here we go, track six. So Alicia Fox. Yes, that's Alicia Fox. On the oh. board with one. All right. So, so you're on the black card, back on the board with one. All right. It's track six. Here we go. Track seven. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. All right, you have two. Very good. You go track eight. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. <laughs> the Rock's greatest rival, the Hurricane. No hurricane. All right, now you are up to three. Cool. You go on track nine. This is what you tell the show. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. Up to four. And you know what? And okay, here's a question: Is that her old one or her new one? That's her old one. No, that's her new one. Oh, well, it still counts. No, I'm, no, no, I'm saying you're right. No, you're right. I just wanted to know, know if you could tell if that was her between her old one and her new one. That's her new one. It's called Demon in Your Dreams. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, so you're, on the, so you're up to four now. Here we go. Um, Roddy Piper. Roddy Piper. So it is five, and that, that was track number ten, I believe, right? Yep. All right. See, I'm still keeping track of the of how many, so we don't go past. But so you are five, and so you are at five. So here we go, track eleven coming up. I have not a clue. This is the first time we had this on the show. That is Omos. Oh, well, I will happily take the L on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so that is track, track 11. 
Right. All right. So you you only have five, and we we have ten more tracks. So are you ready for the next one? Yes, sir. Three Bella. Three Bella. You're up to six. So you know um, what? Hold on. You know what? This is actually uh because it's a six and eleven. That's actually this should be seventeen. Track seventeen. Okay. So, so I'm keeping track, right? Six and eleven and seventeen. Well, I I haven't gotten eleven wrong. No, I played eleven cl- tracks. I'm not keeping track of like we're not oh, doing okay. we're not doing like oh, oh and one or one and two. We're not doing that anymore. I'm just keeping track of how many tracks oh, okay. I've played. We're just keeping track of like how many get right. Very good. So we don't get like so there's no more confusion here. Okay. Alright, so here we go, track seventeen. I'm insatiable, I can't get enough. I need to find a boy. I'm insatiable, I can't get enough. I need to find a boy. Tiffany. Tiffany, you are on you're up to seven. Drew McIntyre's ex wife. Yes. All right, so you have seven. Here we go with track 18. Um, let's see. Jinder Mahal. No. It was that. That is the Iron Sheik. Oh, who gives a shit? He's a weirdo. Yeah, I mean, he's a fucking absolute loony tune. Alright, so that was track 7. That was track 18. Here we go. Track 19. fucking idea that is dj gabriel and alicia fox who's dj gabriel uh he was in ecw i don't know if you remember in ecw the wb version in 2017 2017 oh my god 2007 they had ecw uh yeah i remember no no but uh, yeah he was on there oh my god I okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that's why I don't remember because it was that bad. Yeah. All right, here we go. So you still have seven. Not doing too well here. Right? That's on track nineteen. All right, mm-hmm. you're track two more. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Honestly, that is too much. Oh, yeah, they should never have changed the two cool things, <laughs> right? I think that's when they turn heel or something. Yeah, I think so. Why would they change it from too cool to too much? That's just weird. <sighs> All right, last one. Are you ready? Yes, sir. I don't know. No, that is the Truth Commission. I never get that one. All right, so you are you stay at a score of seven on this segment of wrestling. Yeah, well, that was fucking terrible, and I apologize. But, but I I think this uh, new format is cool. Like it's less confusing than having to keep 
random to like keep track of like win one or two and four. Yeah. This way, because I play 21 clips, I just keep track of how many you get right. Cool. Very good. All right, so Ben, why should you bring this show to a close? Absolutely, buddy. All right, so that is it for this episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. We'll be back on Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. Because, Absolutely. Yes, sir. Because... Saturday night is Extreme Rules, and we will not be doing a show, so we'll be doing one Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. to cover Battle of the Belts and Rampage and SmackDown and... And, Dyna- and Dynamite. And Dynamite, and we will be back on Tuesday with our Extreme Rules post-show. And that is the show where Ash will be joining us once yes. again. Yes, and uh, we will have Ash with us once again to give us his uh, thoughts on the pay-per-view. And with that, I'm Elio. He's Ben. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. Good night to the fans. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Appreciate it.